So here in Detroit, one of the biggest issues with these ballot proposals is where these dispensaries or provisioning centers or whatever you want to call them can actually open. Right now, the city has an existing ordinance saying you cannot open close to places like churches, schools, and liquor stores. And Councilman James Tate, who actually wrote this ordinance, says this would undo a lot of that, and that's a problem in his mind. The fact that this will allow for these particular uh, establishments to be right next to daycare centers is a problem for me. It's a protection that we put in there purposefully. It's just a conversation that you don't necessarily have to, you shouldn't have to have with a, with a child at a daycare. On the other hand, you have people like Jonathan Barlow of Citizens for Sensible Cannabis Reform, which actually put these questions on the ballot in Detroit, saying, look, if they're not able to open in these places, that means it's farther away for people who are really sick who need safe access. If you think that there should be a limited number of safe atmospheres for this transaction of medicine to take place, then you're not thinking about the multiple sclerosis patient, the fibromyalgia patient, the patient, or anybody else who wants to engage in this industry in a very professional way and wanting to give back to Detroit at the same time. And Shana, Detroit might be the poster child for cities trying to deal with this new era of medical marijuana in Michigan, but cities all over the state have been trying to deal with this as well. And that's one of the reasons we have a new licensing and regulatory system statewide that the state lawmakers recently passed. Talk a little bit about where we are now with regulators trying to figure out exactly how that licensing system is going to work. So they're trying to figure out uh, quite a few things. One is just sort of the application process in general and how they're going to pick different people. Um, They're also trying to figure out other things like, you know, if you want to do more than one thing in one building, can you do that? Um, But one of the big things that people, especially, you know, those that are dreaming of opening like a mom and pop uh, medical marijuana dispensary or to be a home grower are really concerned about is this financial requirement. If you want to just grow the lowest level of marijuana, you're going to have to have $150,000 in liquid assets. If you want to have a grower class C license, which is the most amount of marijuana, that's going to require you to have half a million dollars in liquid assets. And if, exactly. I mean, and so the, a lot of these people are concerned. They're like, you know, I was able to open up my dispensary a few years ago with a $20,000 loan. Why are you telling me that in order to have a provisioning center, it's going to, I need to have to show you that I have $300,000. Um, So the department is saying, you know, we want to make sure that these businesses and these people are going to be successful. And this is probably one of the best indicators of whether or not they're going to be successful is do they have the startup capital for this? I think Um, it's also a good indicator of whether or not they're already wealthy business people. (laughs) That's probably what critics are worried about. And that's what a lot of critics are very concerned about is, you know, they're basically concerned that they're being priced out of the market. Mm -hmm. And this dream that we've had of having Michigan be, you know, a a state of uh, locally owned uh, mom and pop medical marijuana businesses is going to go up in smoke. It's all very hazy. But thank you very much, Shana. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.